What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 135. On this episode, we're joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, about a car, uh, buying crabs, Super Bowl halftime show, uh, the Iowa caucus. Also on that, um, I was like, poop bit, Buttigieg didn't win, but apparently he might have won. They're still counting the votes and shit. I'm just an idiot. Um, we also talk about Johnny Depp, uh, G-Eazy, classism, uh, bathroom habits, D-squared, fraternity memories, probably a bunch of other stuff. Uh, thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Welcome back to Monday. Monday the fun day is what I call it. Hell yeah. In my neck of the woods. Not I'm really, but... I'm about to start getting the motherfuckers off for the next month of February. All they're offer, Well, they're offering no overtime, but they need a Saturday crew because they're shutting a couple lines down that they need this back production for. Right. And But you have to take off Monday. And I was like, I fucking hate Mondays. Deal. Right. I mean, it's not a big deal. So, I mean, as long as you get two days off, you know. Now, are you going to have to work six in a row before that happens? Yeah, or I'll gonna- have to work this Saturday. But technically, this Saturday will count on this week. So I will get paid overtime for this first. Oh, well, hell yeah. See, I can beat this. That's system. the only reward a little bit. but Hell yeah. Well, whatever you got to do. Um, all right. I'm going to bring up our Patreon before I forget. Uh, patreon.com slash a podcast with mo i'll put a link to that in the description of the podcast and hope you click it and give us money like uh snappy and my mother and hurricane haynes and powwow and marshall and And Jay. jay all of those people they give me money, and you could, too, and get shouted out. Or you can give me less money than them and still get early access. If you give me any amount of money, you can get early access to the podcast. And we also have a merch shop. Go there and get a T-shirt or a hat or a tote bag or whatever else the fuck I made available um, that has a podcast with Mo logo. Pretty cool, if I do say so myself. Whoever designed that logo was a badass. Did you ever get that shopping cart filled? Uh, no. I haven't. I still have any money. Right. So, because what's happened since we last uh, recorded, you know, I said I paid taxes and I was like, God damn it, now I'm broke. And then I bought a car, um, which was fine because, you know, it's a loan and shit and uh, all that. Uh, but then it was like, oh, I went to go get my tag and title and there's this whole new thing. And I can explain that for a good fucking three minutes probably because it's a new law and it's fucking weird uh, the way you do when you buy cars and you have one license plate you take with you now or something. I'm so yeah, confused. Yeah, so, so the one off your HHR had to go on. No. Because I still own the HHR. Oh. I own two vehicles. So what the fuck do you do? Oh, you got to give me a new license plate or whatever. But I didn't understand like an excise tax. I've never fucking had to deal with this shit. Uh, And so the whole excise tax thing happened. And they were like, oh, yeah. So here's like another $300 at the fucking DMV for some shit. And I was like, God damn, this is bullshit. Oh, so you never had to pay for a new. Well, I thought that and maybe I'm just an idiot. I thought the whole benefit of buying used, and I haven't bought a car since this thing changed, was that like you could just get the license plate put in your name, and it all just stayed the same. I didn't think you had to pay a whole bunch of money, but maybe my mom just fucking covered it, and I never well, knew no, about see, it. Well, no, see, the $300 for the old vehicles, 
That's not bad. You get one of the new vehicles, it's over $500 easily. That's why everyone goes tries to get them to include tag, tax, and title. Right. Well, and so that's another thing. So this is the first time. Uh, I mean, I did buy my last vehicle, the HHR in Oklahoma off a of person. But before that, every vehicle I've ever bought, I bought in Texas and because that tag and title is included. And so, like, that's just why you do it or right. whatever. Um, so, anyway, that was bullshit. I just spent all that money. So, I'm, like, super broke, super ready uh, to get paid for the federal income tax, pay me a little bit of money, Hell pay yeah. me basically back the money I've already paid in the state of Oklahoma. I'm going to try to break even there. Um, anyway, that's the fucking well, world. we go file ours tomorrow, so. Hell, yeah. And then I got all fucking nervous because then yesterday – they hand me like, oh, here's something we forgot to give you for your taxes. But it was just the whole like proof you have health insurance thing, which is right. a big deal. So I was like, God yeah, damn, that's I have not to a thing anymore. Shit out. Is it? I don't know. I think that's pretty much discontinued. Because no, they was penalizing you for every month you didn't have health care. Right. I've always had it. Right. So yeah, I didn't. I've never uh, known what the penalty was or whatever. I would always see it as a well, question. Well, when I switched jobs back in 2016, there was like a two month. Right. crossover because you had to put in your first however many days where you get insurance. Yeah, I so see. I got penalized for two months that year. Fucking weird. Under Obama. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> um, all right. We did have an email this week. So let me oh, get to that. Sweet. It's very, very short, but I'm going to read it because, you know, I fucking was like, no one sends us emails anymore. It is from your brother, Billy. He uh, said... Yeah. Your asshole responses has nothing to do with me not emailing. I've just been working 80 hours a week and barely have time to listen. So, well, thanks. It's not because I'm an asshole. It's just because he's busy. Well, I got a text the other day. He said, how's my horse's bro- brother doing? You know, because he's super religious. For him to even say asses in the email is quite shocking. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, well, I was up in the city eating, so he I'm a bad influence alone. on people. I'll say that. Oh, so let me tell you this. I mean, since we're talking about my family. So, you know, I've been busting my ass, working two jobs, trying to save up a little bit of money so I can take my wife out for her birthday. She likes to eat at Pearl's. Right, which uh, we've learned last week is a crab and lobster restaurant. Right. It's up in Bricktown. That's this Oklahoma City party strip, basically. Right. And... So I take her in, and we got a couple appetizers, and we're like, you know, we both want king crab, you know? And she's like, do you want to know the uh, market value? Because that's what it says on the menu. There's not an actual price on right. the menu. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. $62 a pound. A pound? Oh, okay. But that's basically a plate. Okay. And, you know, I mean, so it was like with appetizers and fucking two king crab was $184 before tip. Right. So I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm well, happy fucking birthday. You know, I, mean, I didn't buy spending it. It was like, fuck, how am I supposed to get gifts and, all, you know, other shit? Right. Me personally, I get like super, super depressed around my birthday. I'm like, spend no money on me. I don't deserve it. So like, I don't let Koopy get too crazy with it. Um, but yeah, that's a lot of fucking money for some goddamn crap. I'm assuming if you lived on the coast, it wouldn't be near as expensive. It has to be because it's in Oklahoma. Well, last time we ate up there, it was like 30 bucks. You know, I was like, oh, that's like eating a good steak, you know? Right. Well, thanks, Trump. Fucking driving up the price of crab from the sounds of God it. God damn. Well, obviously, Maine don't like you. Fuck. It's a whole fucking thing. So, um, in politics today, I did see that Trump was acquitted of his impeachment, which, I mean, everyone's known that for like two or three weeks just because the way the 
party numbers work. You know, the Democrats, before they even went through it, they knew they weren't going to fucking win. It was just right. a whole lot. Was, they, well, at first, I think they thought they could swing a couple, but as it got more stupid th- during the course. Right. So that was the thing. And then also, I, I rarely defend Trump. You know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, it's not, not my f- guy. Uh, I think people are giving him too much shit about this Kansas City thing. All right. Now, first, fuck all. None of these liberals knew the fucking Kansas City Chiefs played Missouri. They just didn't. Like, they can say all the jokes they fucking want on Twitter. And again, I'm not fucking conservative or a Trump person, but I'm just saying I think liberals are jumping on that show. And I'm like, hey, I feel motherfuckers don't even watch football. You don't fucking know either. To be honest, I've never thought about Kansas playing in Missouri ever. I mean, I've just, I've, I've been a football fan my whole right. life. I've just never thought about it. Now, I could be wrong, and this could be me being, uh, getting something else confused. I thought I saw on like the history channel on like, like how the states got their shapes or some one of those fucking shows. You're right. Of where Kansas city is actually in Kansas city and Missouri. And it's divided in the fucking middle and part of it's in one and parts in the other. Um, but the Kansas city chiefs stadium is in Missouri. The only reason I knew that is because on, uh, Madden. When you're playing Madden, it says Kansas City, Missouri, you know, at the beginning of the little thing. And I remember always yeah, I never that even picked kid, up on that. And I'd be like, Oh, okay. But, I don't think it's a big deal if you didn't know that. I just don't. And so if people would be like, you shouldn't be president. You don't know fuck what city is in what state. It's fuck, like, I don't remember every city. Hell, I don't even remember all the capitals. Right. So anyway, I just think that was only because none of y'all motherfuckers know either. It's just y'all jump on it fucking because on Twitter or These whatever. These people are looking for anything to fucking hate that man. Right. And I'll, I'll say it's, like him. it's for anything. Like anything on the internet today. Uh, people want their fucking side. They want it fast, and they want it fucking. That's it. And, and it's speaking of liberals, weird. which I have several on my friends list, and I think they're mostly my wife's friends, but they were fucking blowing up about fucking football and saying, "Well, how are they a fucking banned a fucking medical marijuana commercial for fucking a kid getting a seizure fucking stop, but they're shoving alcohol down our throats." It's like you didn't even watch the game. You don't even care about football, but you're just wanting to fucking bitch. Right. I they mean, bitched about that. They bitched about the halftime show. I, did, I, mean, I agree. They should take whoever's money's wanting to do an ad. Um, so, I mean, I kind of agree with them, but yeah, they're not football fans. But they're just bitching about football just because they don't like it. My favorite complaint in football this week is in the Super Bowl halftime show, Shakir and J-Lo did, uh, you know, their halftime performance. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you fucking heard about it. It's all everyone's fucking talking about on the internet. Uh, I will say my reaction when me and Kubi watched it, I was like, finally, a good fucking Super Bowl. Exactly, show. me and my wife. It was the best <laughs> halftime show I've seen in almost 20 years. Right, and so to my surprise, uh, you know, my wife was like in a group chat with some coworkers where some started being like, oh, I can't believe they would show that on the Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, my God, my timeline is filled with it. Right, and so... I think the best little meme sort of arguments I've seen back are go look at any NFL cheerleader outfits. If you go look at the Super Bowl halftime show last year with Maroon 5, Adam Levine's fucking shirtless the whole time grabbing his dick and shit. So it's like you just you're well, just pissed because a 50 year old and 43 year old just fucking killed it. I don't know who's pissed. But I don't know what I thought the feminists would be fucking out and fucking droves being like, shut the fuck up. They killed oh, it. No, they fucking attacked it because there's one scene that I don't know how slow they had to play this video to, to get it where she's on her knees and had her hand flat on her crotch. Wasn't grabbing nothing, but they pointed that out because someone was trying to defend them. Right. Well, again, it just, and I think the thing lost a lot of people and maybe I'm an idiot. It was a big deal when I was like nine years old to go to my friend Deuce's house because he had porkies, right? 
and we'd watch Porky's at nine years old. We're like, look at these tits. Probably like eight pairs of tits in the movie, whatever it was. And it was fucking awesome. Right? Own Revenge of the Nerds. Hell, you seen Full Beaver in fucking Porky's. It's very true. Revenge of the Nerds fucking lived for the scene of where they broke in the sorority house, put in the camera. Like, I, I understand, like, nowadays it's like he rapes this girl and shit. It's a horrible movie, but I love that shit. Today, kids can just get on a fucking phone and just look at anything they want. Like, your eight-year-old watches the Super Bowl, I guarantee you isn't the first time they've seen tits. Like, it's just, and maybe you're, like, a really good parent, and you are watching them or whatever. I don't know. I just think the majority of people, no. this isn't a deal. If they haven't walked through the room when me and my wife's watching a good show, they've seen a pair of tits. Right. They just have. And I know, like, some people are going to be like, no, my kids haven't. I'm it's- fucking watch what they watch, whatever. But if they're just, if they're watching the Super Bowl, they could have seen anything close to that, I feel like, in a commercial. Like, that just wasn't that crazy of an outfit. I personally didn't think it was that crazy, but then again, I'm watching it through a very, uh, like liberal, uh, person's eyes. Their of boobs like, wasn't hanging out. I mean, and whenever Shakira did her tongue thing, that's also turned into a meme. I told my wife, I go, that was the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And so the fact it blew up to a meme, I was really excited. The goat about. meme. <laughs> I mean, good. I thought it was a good halftime show. I didn't think it was too provocative whatsoever. I just, I just don't get it. You're not going to win with anybody. All these people, these are the, they hate football. So they're going to find anything they can to fucking hate football. I mean, I don't think they, I think they probably don't care. And uh, if they don't care, they sure post a lot about it. Right. Well, like my wife, for instance, she hates football. My wife can't, uh, she doesn't understand how these people make so much money, why people care. She thinks all that money should be used in other things in the world that's fucking way more beneficial. And she just watches like how much, they make how many millions a year of like a quarter. And I'm like, I get what she's saying. It is fucking crazy. All us fans pay for it. Right. And I go, but it's just like an actor, right? They're more or less an actor because it's an entertainment thing. I think that's the way you got to think about it. It's entertainment. But even, I was just setting all that up to say, because even she was like, Oh yeah, that's a cool halftime show. You know, like she wasn't. I thought it was well. I thought it was good. I didn't recognize J Lo songs because I don't know her for the singer. I know her because of her ass. I'm sorry. Right, and I would say Shakira beat her on that one. This time around, yes. That's what I would say. Um, now I will say on my wife watching the Super Bowl. She's the first time I guess in her life she was like, "So what's that like third, the three and seven thing?" Huh. And I was like, uh, "Well, you have four downs. Oh, so let me get it four times." I go, "Well, if they get the." And then I realized, like, having to explain football rules, I'm like, this is fucking kind of a dumb game. I mean, not dumb, it's just dumb rules because it is so complex. But we grew up just watching it from fucking five years old. So you're like, well, of course you want to do this, this, and this. But whenever I had to sit and explain it to someone who doesn't know it, um, I'm like, yeah, it is weird. But that's just the way fucking football <laughs> works. That She's like, so why is it for? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know who created <laughs> football, but it's something I enjoyed watching. I mean, right. I enjoy football. Right. And this is why all the soldiers went and died so people could like me could be entertained. What? This is why they fight for our freedom, so I have the freedom to like football. That's what I'm getting at. Well, yeah, but no one said you didn't have freedom well, like I know, football. I, was, I, I know. Not, okay. not you, not anyone here. <laughs> gotcha. I was like, uh, I haven't heard of anyone say that. Um, also, politics thing, and I was kind of into it a couple of days ago when it happened. Uh, Iowa caucus, right? So Iowa caucus happens, and from what I get, I, bl- I like the conspiracy theory angle of all this shit. All right, what so, the hell did you just say? Uh, so when people run for president, they start in Iowa every year, but it might change in the future, where the Iowa has this primary, but it's called the Iowa caucus. And then people go and vote. They did it for Trump, you know, with the Republicans. This time it's for the Democrats. And so all the Democrats go out and vote who they want, and then that whoever wins wins the Iowa caucus. All right, then they do it in New Hampshire. They do it somewhere else. Now, the last time around for the Democrats, from what I remember – 
um, was I was real upset learning about super delegates because I learned the Democrats, like half of the delegates uh, that cast their vote uh, to who is going to run on behalf of the Democrats for president um, come from the people voting. The other half are just people, like super delegates. So they get like as many votes as like the 10,000 people that voted, like that one person's vote count. And then all those super delegates all voted for Hillary while Bernie Sanders won all the people. And that's how like Hillary Clinton fucked over Bernie right last right. time. So um, some changes have been made. I don't know fucking what all exactly because I don't care about politics that much. But I was like, all right, the Iowa caucus is happening. Um, you know, I guess right now I'm cheering for Bernie out of the Democrats if I had to cheer for anybody. Um, and then Pete Buttigieg claims he wins, wins the Iowa caucus after it happens, right? Um, and then everyone's like, well, that can't fucking make sense because he just doesn't – he hasn't been polling, you know, to do that or whatever. So through a little bit of investigative uh, reporting or journal, I mean, not that much. It was like 12 hours later. I read it the next morning. Uh, they tr- put it together that whoever owns the app that they voted with or that counted the votes is like Pete Buttigieg's homie, like good friend, some lady or whatever, that's like posting all the time about how she wants him to win. And then it's this fact, they like basically hacked this app to make him win. So then they had to go back and count it by hand, or they photograph all of it. So they went back and counted all the photographs, and then Bernie ended up winning. They did all that in 12 hours? No, the counting it was like in 30 hours. Okay. But the 12 hours was the report talking about the uh, app is owned by this person. And I was like, oh, yeah, Pete Buttigieg totally does some sneaky shit. The app is called Shadow. And it's like, huh. Oh, and then also the app has been invest. Uh, the Clinton campaign and the Obama campaign have invested in it. So it's like, and then it fucked up and didn't count votes right and claimed, oh, it didn't have backup server. Like, there was all this, like, sort of shit. So people were like, this is clearly the DNC trying to fucking push their own narrative, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, doesn't look good, especially from the Democrats being the ones that are trying to claim, you know, Trump and the Republicans are the one fucking over elections with the Russians or whatever, right? Um, and it looks like, at least from what I've seen so far, at least Pete Buttigieg and some part of the Democratic Party are the ones hacking the polling applications, right? But uh, Bernie's coming out the winner, I, like I said, I believe, in the when they're going back and recounting the photographs. Well, I heard the New York guy, what, Bloomberg? Is he? Did he fall out of the race or something? I don't think he fell out. He might have. I don't know. I'll see if I can. I don't know. I know he had a Super Bowl ad, so right. I thought he might be high up on the list if he went Yeah, but he far. got into it, like, really late. So. Okay. I think he might might have missed Iowa, but he's going to run in New Hampshire. There's, like, other states you know, that come up. You don't have to run in all the states. Actually, if Bernie wins, they would actually have a shot because there's people that don't mind Bernie. Right. I just think he – I enjoy him, but who knows? I think it also would depend who his vice president is because I fucking hate Mike Pence. For as much as everyone's like, I hate Trump. Like, I hate Mike Pence more than Trump probably. I don't know why. Just there's something about him I just don't like. Um also, politics, full thing. Mitt Romney today was the only person that voted against Trump in the impeachment. He was the lone Republican, so he's also been the subject of some talk so today. So is Pelosi going to resign? I don't know. Speaking of which, that was pretty uh, childish last night. See, I, I you probably seen that. Of her ripping up his... Yeah. Th- see, I don't know if that's something that's happened in the past. I, I just don't know how common it is. I haven't looked into it. I th- I think this could be another example of someone seeing something, and then very quickly they're like, they create this narrative and everyone jumps on it when it's like, if you look maybe in the history, she does it every time. or uh, I don't know. I'm not saying well, that's true because I haven't <laughs> looked into it. But uh, 
I guess the Speaker of the House and the other one's the only one that sat behind him. Right, the Vice President right. Speaker of the House. So I'm saying like... This is the first time being Speaker, so... Oh, she's not been Speaker before? I think she just got elected last year, right? As Speaker of the House. I mean, she was the Speaker when of the, the House back when a, Whenever Obama they had their was. last vote, though. Right, but she has been previously to oh, that, okay. too. She was a Speaker before. Because um, uh, everyone was pissed that they re-elected her as Speaker again or whatever. But, again, I don't know enough about all that shit. I fucking, I'm not a big fan of her. I don't understand how the Democrats are going to, like, be likable when they keep all the unlikable people as their leaders. I don't know anybody on either side that I personally know that likes this woman. Right. And, I mean, I don't like most Republican people either. Uh, I think Rand Paul's okay. But they don't like, like, Republicans don't even like Rand Paul. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think I'm choosing right there. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Um. Also, random ass story, but I remember. Years ago, maybe one year ago, whatever, Johnny Depp and his wife, right, uh, were getting a divorce, and there was all this shit that came out about him abusing her. You know, he hit her and all this shit, and everyone's been calling him a fucking wife beater for a year and a half, however long it's been. I fucking don't know how long it's been. Um, when it all came out in court, we're like, she's actually the one that abused him, and like admitted it, and was making fun of him for like not being able to take it, like he's not man. Like, so anyway. Uh, I just think I want anyone listening to know that shit so Johnny Depp isn't a piece of shit if you thought he was a piece of shit. He's not a woman beater. He's a pansy. Let's get it straight. Well, I don't know. I would never probably hit my wife. Well, I wouldn't hit a woman, but if my wife's beating on me, I ain't going to sit there and cry like a little bitch. I don't know if he he cried. That's what what went through my mind when you said that she was making fun of him. Well, they were talking about the scenario, and then she was like, making fun of the way he acted then. But I don't know exactly uh, if he did or what. Right. I don't know. You know, it's a bunch of he, he said, she said shit. Um, <clears throat> I see if that was important or not. Um, and then another random internet story, the fucking bunch of goddamn racism in the fucking world against white people this week on Twitter. And it's just totally cool. It's only fun to make the racist white people jokes. But there's this white rapper named g Easy. And uh, he's pretty good. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of new rappers, but he's not bad. And there's also this female rapper named Meg the Stallion, which is a dumb fucking name. The Stallions <laughs> are men horses, so uh, or male horses. But she's like six three, and she's like real fucking tall, athletic looking. And anyway, G Easy and her have this fucking video come out on Instagram where he's all kissing up on her cheek and all over and shit. So then, like Twitter for twenty four hours is like. Fuck that, her getting with a white dude in Black History Month and like, which is totally fine to be like, she can't get with a white dude because she's an attractive black woman. When like half the dudes saying that are probably with white women. And it's like, I don't know. I don't really care. You know, it doesn't affect my life. And I'm like, I'm married and shit. And like, I don't, I don't know. It just does. I really do not care. I just think it's weird that like that whole thing can go on and everyone's like, ha ha, super funny. But if it was the other way around race wise, people would lose their fucking shit. And I just, and I get it. That's like, there's systematic racism and power and oppression equals whatever the fuck the, their like equation is. I just personally am like, why can't you treat everybody with respect and equal and shit? Like, I don't know. Uh, so I was a little upset on Twitter for one day. Cause I was like, everyone on Twitter is fucking racist basically. 
is where I was at. And then, like, even white dudes were like, well, I wish you would have given me a chance, you know. That was, like, what white guys take, and I was just yeah. like, oh, fucking hate well, I was saying a black guy the other day. He was mad about Trump and just calling him racist the other day. I didn't even click on the comments. Right. But that's his mindset. There wasn't. I've seen this guy post a lot of shit. You know, we would play football together back in the day. I think he's elitist, but I think that's, I think there's classism is a different thing than racism. And I wish people would get on board. Like, I get it. It definitely is harder to be a minority than a white person, probably on average and all that. I don't Uh, think these days that's true. But I think it's on what class you're born into like how much money did your parents have i think that has more you'll have more in common with someone on that basis than your skin color it was my personal fucking idea but maybe i'm wrong i just think uh me yeah. personally if i meet other people that kind of grew up similar like how me or you grew up uh in that range i like get along with them better than someone who was like I got a brand new vehicle at 16. Yeah. Of I guess I hang dog. around people I can afford. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I right. guess. I mean, the reason um, I pledged Pike uh, in college was the Sigtals rushed me first, but one of the dudes bragged about how some dude's parents had a lake house and how they were all rich and shit. It turns out they weren't. You know, the, I found out later the Sigtals are pretty fucking normal too. Um, but I was like, oh, I can't hang out with rich guys. You know, that was my thought. I was like, I can't do that shit, so I didn't. Um but anyway, I just think people harp too much on the race thing, and it's probably should be more about uh, how much money you have. And I think because what happens to super rich people is they can become narcissists, and then they think they are more important than poor people. So, like, if you told me Trump thinks he's more important than poor people, I think 100% he does. Right. That probably leads to him saying and doing some stupid shit. Now, I personally don't like him, but, like, I understand when people are like, well, it's not racism. Because I'm like, probably isn't. It's probably just thinks, well, they're poor, so fuck them. That's probably his thoughts, but I think that's just my idea of rich people. At least as rich as he claims to be. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you're that rich, you probably do think like that. Yeah, I was just talking about earlier how uh, fucking Congress, you know, we was talking about NFL, how they make fucking stupid money. Congress makes stupid money. They'll make $28 million a year, though. Well, not everybody in the NFL makes $28 million a month. Right, that's all I was talking the, about. The bare minimum is like 200000 and a lot of people make that. I thought it was 750000 I believe it's in the 200s. Oh, I'm thinking of like, Madden. I haven't played Madden in a few years, but I, I thought that was, like was the minimum. I thought it was like I thought. Anyway, it's not, it's not a hell of a lot. But then, like, I know, you know, I'd take 250 to be on a football team. You got congressmen making 250 a year, and then they get, what, health care for life, and they get that 250 for life or some bullshit? Well, it's not the health care that fucking normal government people is offering which i always thought was funny i, I know but the, I, I can't believe that they wouldn't even take a portion of their two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to make them pay for that I mean, I mean it could be put into fucking good use well, and the thing is if you pay two hundred fifty thousand dollars you're like okay it would be i'll pay that 450 a month for her insurance difficult and i guess obama did it but it's probably an argument to be made of why obama was a pawn or whatever by the man uh it's difficult for poor people to run for you to even get in Congress, you already kind of have to be rich. We're having rich people back you. Right. So, like, the reason it fucking works out and they only work, like, 20 days a fucking year or whatever, you know, it's like some stupid number, is because they're already rich. They're just looking out well, for each other. Most of them are doctors, lawyers, and judges, They but they only right. meet, what, three times a year? Something like that. So, they just yeah. take off work. They are already they own their own businesses. They're already rich. So, of course, they're not looking out for me and you. Right. Fucking Congress. I mean, that Cortez chick, she got in poor as fuck, but I don't know the whole story behind that either she could be a plant too i'm to the point where i don't trust anybody 
Um, but I personally because I know when she her first month her. she was worried before she got her check she was worried about how she's going to pay rent because apparently she come from poor poor right it was a bartender and shit that's why uh, I kind of want to lock her but bar- bartenders aren't real poor man come on all right you can get good tips true <laughs> right. um random thing I heard I listen to a lot of podcasts now right like way too fucking many I'm always looking for new ones because that's where I'm at um uh, but someone's talking about sitting down to pee. And how, you know, if that's acceptable, if that's something you do. And I was just saying, I don't know if I've ever in my entire life, besides when I was like a child, sat down to pee, unless I was like pooping, you know, at the same There's time. There's been times when I thought I had to poop, but it was just a fart. So I just sat there and finished peeing since I was uh, already sitting out. I can see that. I've done I can that. I can see that. Uh, but I've never, like, the on this podcast, listen, they're describing it of like, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're tired, so you just sit down and do it. I'm like, never. I've never done that. No, I just I, wide stance. I stand it. and fucking lean on the right. w- closest wall or counter. Or, you power stance it yeah. or whatever, and, and that's what I say. Um, but bathroom habits are strange. I know I've talked about it a lot, but uh, I'm always fascinated by the people who stand to wipe versus sit to wipe. Uh, apparently, for everything I read, it's pretty. It's closer to fifty fifty than you would think, and most people go their whole life thinking everyone does what they do, and then when they're like in their twenties, they realize, "Oh shit, I sit down and everyone else stands," or whatever the case may be. Like I sit down, I think it's weird to stand. I feel like you couldn't get near the coverage standing, but uh, if that's how you grew up, because well, it's physics, you sit down and they spread out. Like. I agree. I if I can one hundred percent understand. I think it's probably on whatever your parent did. That's been my theory lately. If like, because my mom probably just fucking bent my ass over. Oh yeah, you was already my... sitting down. You get bit, you get torqued <laughs> down a little bit more, right. and ass comes up higher. Yes, right. that's how that's how it's done. Whereas, then I bet some parents were like, "All right, stand up," and then did it. I, I guarantee you, that's how it probably starts. Stood, stand up, turn around, place your hands on the top of the toilet. Right. So I had that has to be some difference. No hell no, then, they got torqued on. I, the first time I knew this, now I know it's a thing that like however many uh, percentage of people in the fucking world do. Some people have to get butt ass naked as shit. And so when I used to work uh, at this call center place, um, we worked we worked with this guy. And the way the bathrooms were, uh, and Powell worked there as well because we this story we just crack up anytime we think about it. The tiles in the bathrooms are black. So you can just, when you're in the urinal, you can just see into the stall, right? Like, <laughs> even if you're not meaning to, you just do. Because um, the way it reflects all the light and shit. And this dude would take off all of his motherfucking clothes and hang them on the door. And then sit there butt-ass naked. And then be in the bathroom for like 45 minutes, right? And, like, it was, like, it would take everything in your in the world not to crack up laughing when you would just notice, like, all this flesh color. You're like, oh, that motherfucker don't have any clothes on. And then you would notice like all this clothes hung up over yeah. the thing. And you're like, Oh my God, this is fucking weird. It was so fucking weird. Um, I never said anything to you. Fuck no. <laughs> nope. You just, I just bring it up and be like, man, have y'all heard about the people that shit with another <laughs> clothes on? Right. Um, I mean, it's a person that I, I have a lot of good stories I could tell about them. I don't know if they would ever listen to this podcast, if they'll ever be on it. Uh, so I don't want to offend <laughs> or be like, if I for right now was like fuck it, I'll never see him again. I could tell some like fucked up, like this weird shit happened, you know. But I might someday, you know. So I don't want to be too mean yet. Um, we'll see, we'll <laughs> see. Uh, I did run into like a homeless dude at the car wash, and it was just fucking annoying, right? So I got the, I got a new car, um, like I mentioned, and I had to pay all this fucking tag and title and shit. So I have the old car, and so I was cleaning it out, and I took it to the car wash to vacuum it out, and. uh while I'm in the middle of throwing shit away, this homeless guy's 
He goes, hey, uh, would you want to give me two twenty five to vacuum out your car? And I said, no. <laughs> because he, it was a yes or no question. And then he looked at me like I was a dick. And I'm like... Just no, like no, I don't fucking have two twenty five on me. I brought seventy five. Well, I'll just stand there and watch you at this point. <laughs> right? It was so weird. And then he fucking walked off or whatever. But it's just weird, and I feel like a dick about this. Where it's like, I guess he was like offering to do work for money or something. But it just seems like, and maybe there aren't jobs in Ada, you know, and they can't find a job. But whenever you do work all the time, and someone asks you for your money, you're like, well, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> But that's just not something that fucking I interest. loaned people money. One time I loaned a motherfucker 60 bucks just because I knew I'd never see him again. No, yeah. I mean, because, no, he was getting fucking far out there. I mean, he was a good friend at the time, but shit's kept getting further and further out, like fucking more than I could fucking. He's bigger than me. What wasn't shit I could do. Motherfucker was six, seven, fucking 315 pounds. What shit I could do. Right. And motherfucker, he could bring it too. That's it. You know, but he just got bad off on that shit and. Fucking hit me up out of nowhere. I ain't talked in two or three years. And then when I went and picked him up, gave him a ride. That's what he initially asked for. I'd already had like 60 bucks when we were sitting in the console. I already fucking knew he was going to ask for money. I gave him 40 of it. Right. <laughs> and I uh, said, here you go, man. Uh, I ain't heard from him since. Well, yeah, that's what happens. I don't really... Uh, I've only been had like... I have one friend who I've loaned money to, but he always paid me back. It might take a while, but he always did, you know, eventually. So. Hell, one motherfucker at work fucking... Owed me 70 bucks, fucking sat on my couch when he fucking smoked, and fucking three days later, motherfucker shot himself. Still owed me 70 bucks. Yeah, he should at least pay you back first. I know, right? <laughs> or fuck, talk about it, shit. You sat on my couch fucking less than a week before you did this shit, ass hat. Yeah, but, I mean... I, I, that was, I took more offense to that. I'll be honest. As someone who, like, I deal with depression way more often than I talk about, anytime I try to, no one ever really... It always goes worse than you would think it would, and so you just never want to talk about it. So, I I just understand why people don't. When people are like, I can't believe they don't, it's like, well, because people always say stupid shit, like, well, be happy. And then you're like, thanks. If I knew how, I would. Right. And maybe, maybe and I don't think there is a right answer, right, or whatever. Maybe yeah. talking is the right right way to go, but uh, just how motherfucking shit is. How motherfucking shit is. Um Speaking of shit, because I wrote this down and it's kind of dead people or whatever. Uh, I was thinking about D squared recently because, you know, no one ever brings up D squared. Uh, there was two people that died in the fraternity when I was in the fraternity. Um, and I hate to be mean about it. one fucking didn't like me. I didn't like him. And uh, everyone loves him. Right. And so every year when his anniversary of his death comes up, people just fucking hip hip hooray it. And just, you know, he's great. Fucking no one brings up squareds. Ever, you know, I see the Man. funeral thing pop up every now and then and shit. And D squared was like both mine and your. Right, he was a he weird was the in between, yeah. And what's funny is he actually went to school in Norman, where Coopy went to school, and he had a crush on Coopy's sister. And whenever time he saw Coopy, he would ask about her, like, "What about your sister?" So even she like had like a little connection to D squared, right? And I saw him fourteen hours before he died. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was at my house asking about getting ecstasy. And I was like, bro, I can't get fucking, I don't know where to get ecstasy. I mean, uh, D-Square <laughs> did a lot of pills together. Right. And, uh, a lot. And it was just a crazy scenario. So, um, anyway, D-Square is this crazy guy from the way I knew the story, and you'll probably know it better than me in his early life, is he got arrested before ever coming to college and went to jail or prison. Prison. 
probably more than Joe. Um, and then he got out and then came to East Central. Was really smart, but he'd done this. The way it was described to me is he would go to his classes. As soon as he got a class at like 2 o'clock or whatever, he would get fucked up drunk, like stupid drunk, pass out by like 6 to 8 p.m., whatever, wake up, do his homework at like 3 in the morning, go to class. So he had like all A's, but he was always fucked up. Is how I was described. D-squared was always fucked up. And then, so a teacher called him D-squared for drunk Daniel. His name was Daniel Wyatt. And so uh, that's where the name D-squared came from. And so that happened way before I met him, right? And then he wasn't around my first year, but I'd say my second year in that fraternity, he was coming back to get his master's. It's like he left for something and then came back because I remember that because he was gone for a while. The next thing I know, he was back in hanging out with you. And I was like, all right. Well, he showed up and he was getting his master's, so he started coming to meeting, you know, fraternity meetings or whatever. And, uh, you know, I was a little pothead, so he wanted to hang out with me. And he honestly didn't smoke pot until he... Not, I mean, he what he told me, he might smoke pot with you or whatever, but he told me he was never in a pot, but once me and him hung out, he was like, I'll give it a try. I'm pretty sure more. he was a drinker, and me and him popped a lot of pills. Right. So uh, I'm not trying to like put Marshall on blast, but me, him, and Marshall used to uh, smoke a lot or whatever, and he would stay at Marshall and Rebick's place, and there would be nights, and I'm not going to lie, I'd take advantage, and I feel bad, but the, you do this to people when they're new in the smoking pot, where he would have like, a half ounce and he'd be like fuck it i ain't smoking again take it all and you're like okay and then like two days later he's like i'm trying to buy some and i'm like wow how much you trying to get (laughs) you sell it back to (laughs) right so uh i can't say i didn't do that (laughs) right but yeah you would get fucked up with d squared um and thing is and this is what hit me hard and and honestly it's one of the main reasons i kind of got out of fraternity a lot um everyone was so fake when he died because everyone and maybe it was just the way people deal with grief or whatever. So maybe it's me being an asshole. Everyone used to give him so much shit, right? There was a handful of us that would really stick, but we gave him a place to stay with his drunk ass. And I get it. He was annoying and he was a piece of shit in a lot of ways because uh, he was, uh, he had a lot of demons or whatever. But some of us were really like kind of there for him and other people bitched about him. And then whenever he died, everyone was his best friend. You know what I mean? And right. it just caught under my skin where I was like, fuck you. You hated I him. I couldn't even go to the motherfucker's funeral without someone bitching about you smoking pot. And I was like, I don't fucking care. Right. I was like, we're at goddamn D squares funeral. It was that fucking redheaded country hillbilly motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even remember his fucking name. Right. Uh, there was a couple that were in the fraternity that, they cared a great deal about that until now I still don't like them, right? Because I was like, well... I mean, he tried to bitch at me at D-Square's fucking funeral. Yeah, I'm the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> right. Well, and I remember getting mad at D-Square's funeral because they didn't even bring up the fraternity at all, which I guess they don't have to, but it seemed kind of weird because it was like a thing he was involved in for like six years or seven, however long it was of his life, you know, quite yeah. a bit. Um. Anyway, yeah. So D-Square died, and I mean, who, no one really... It was a weird scenario as well because his girlfriend was there, um, he was dating this girl, and she with just Aaron? fucking left. No, it was some new. He new... was with that Aaron chick for when I was hanging out with. No, no, he, he he was dating some new girl. Oh, uh, that and I mean it sounds mean, but she kind of looked like a cat, and she had like a little mustache thing going on. You know, the wispy skinny yeah. girl with a little wispy mustache thing going on. And I remember being like, "All right, man, whatever." But you know, he was happy. I mean, he acted like it. But then they said he was trying to get actually, and I was like, "Dude, I can't. I don't know anything about that." And then. The, they died that or he died that night and she just left she just left his house so i've always been like fucking weird um she's in it for the drugs right sounds so. like i'm sorry but right i agree so 
I don't even think she was at the funeral now. I think like, like, it was just all a weird scenario around with these squared. But yeah, uh, I used to get fucking texts from fucking football friends and stuff all the time. But fuck, I got out of selling pot and I fucking my phone died. <laughs> you know, right? Like fuck, uh, I was like, I see where I was. I just got knew how to get stuff. All right, <laughs> right? I dude, I clearly understand. Uh, I as, as I mentioned on this podcast before, I sold a little pot in college, never to like. A lot of me. Like, I was just trying to make my money back and then have a you know, pot to smoke myself. I was trying and to I, smoke for free. Right, exactly. And if I ever made a little money, I spent it instantly. Because I was like, I ain't trying to get caught with a fucking thousand dollars dropping down the road. Because I was like, they'll take it. Right? That was always my thought. So I'd go buy a game. We're going out to eat. Like, as soon as I had a surplus of money that was more than I needed, I was like, we're spending it. Because um, I was weird like that. And it, I don't know. It, wasn't that crazy, but everyone acted like it was really crazy, you know, back then of like, oh, you're fucking heathens, and I don't know. And D squared, uh, I guess, I also enjoyed him because he was like a heathen, right? Of like, some of us fraternity guys aren't perfect, right? Like some of the others, um, and so I enjoyed that. And it just it makes me sad that no one cares. That's what's weird about fraternity. You got guys like us that you know we're pretty realistic, but we're going to be upfront about who we are. And then you got these other fucking fakers. They act like they're fucking proper and their shit don't stink. Right. And you know, it's just kind of weird how it all came came together because it's always been like that. Right. I mean, I was in a cool position just because my pledge class was so big and so many people in my pledge class um, rather joined because of me or like became pretty cool with me when we were pledging. So I was like, uh, I had like a voice, right? Like right. people care what I had to say and shit. So that was cool. Um, and we didn't get like pushed around because we were like, we're fucking half the fraternity with our pledge class. So how about y'all just chill the fuck out? <laughs> like we kind of were dicks about it. Um, but it all went fairly well, but then everyone dropped it. Like people just fucking left school and shit. Like no one stuck out. Yeah. We stuck had around. like, there was like 12, 13 men, active members. When I pledged, we got up to like fucking 45 within like a year and a half. And then it just dissipated again. And I think y'all built it back up. And then I think yeah. it's falling off again. Yeah. I don't understand. So, and maybe it's just not meant to be on this campus. We understand the university is making it hard for it to even exist. And maybe the time is gone. Um, I mean, hazing is hazing. I get like, to me, there's hazing of, uh, well, this is kind of funny and no one's feelings are getting hurt. And that's kind of what I felt like we did. Um, it was I'm sure like ride a passage to me. Right. I feel like your generation was probably a little more of like the hazing, like the real hazing that was probably. I don't even little, think I got in on the fucking main shit. Right, so we didn't have hardly, I would say we had nothing that was real. I mean, yeah, we had to, like, fucking do push-ups for two hours in mud or whatever. That, I don't know. That's all fucking a huge ha- deal. I had to eat some weird shit, but they'd always fucking shove beer down on it afterwards. I mean, they, I mean, it wasn't really forcing me. I was voluntarily doing it. The weirdest shit anyone ate, and I've told before, was Rudy ate a fucking fish we caught in a bucket in a pond voluntarily. And he goes, what do I get for it? And the members are like, we didn't tell you to do that. You fucking did that on your own. It was a funny issue. One of them koi? Well, yeah, it was uh, out at Vernon's. Vernon's, yeah. And uh, now knowing, you know, because I was uh, now being a member and know how this works, the the members just needed you to go do something so I could think of what was next. So they were like, oh, here's a bucket. Go uh, fill it with water at that pond and bring it back as a team to show – yeah, uh, teamwork not- or some shit, right? And so when we did that, we happened to catch a fish in that bucket. Just by fucking chance, scooped it in the pond and caught a fish in the bucket. It was like a little perch, but like real small maybe, or a little crappie possibly, but itty-bitty. It looked like a little minnow? Could even been a minnow, but it was bigger than like a shad. I bet a shad okay. was probably about being an accurate one. Um, 
And Rudy was like, you want me to swallow it? And he swallowed the motherfucker whole. It looked too big to swallow whole, honestly. But he did it. And you could see it, like, fucking moving. And his, he's a little skinny fuck. So you could see it, like, moving on his esophagus and shit. Huh. And, his and then uh, he was like, well, what do I get? And they were like, we didn't tell you to do that. <laughs> and then it was, like, one of my favorite pledging memories was that moment. So, Well, see, you know, I think a fraternity gets a lot of bad rep because these motherfuckers are going to be out drinking, doing stupid shit anyways. But, like, when they show up to the hospital with, like, alcohol poisoning, well, it's because they had a fraternity party. It had nothing to do with the fraternity. Right. Even when I wasn't in a fraternity, I was fucking slamming them back with anybody I could find. Right. I mean, I will agree. I saw some people definitely drink way too much. But I will say this. I would much rather be close to alcohol poisoning at a fraternity house with my fraternity brothers there to, like, do some of some shit went down than to be at a stranger's house all fucked up in college. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just someone's house all fucked up, they're going to be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. If you're a fraternity brother's house, they're like, oh, shit, we got to get... We can better get snappy somewhere. We got to right. get him to throw up or whatever. Well, hell, you know, a friend and fucking just take an IV and you, you know. Right. <laughs> I mean, I will never forget Shad's big little night. I talked about it pretty recently, but he got so fucked up. And I did too. Like, a big little night was a thing of, and this sounds fucked, or maybe it's quote unquote hazing. You got alcohol poisoning. Just period. You just did. And maybe, y'all, maybe it was just like that for my generation. But, like, that was basically the goal. Oh. You just did shots of your family drink. White chocolate. When I started, there were six of us. They walked in with a half gallon of Jim Beam and a half gallon of Jack Daniels. And we had to fucking finish that shit. Right. That's basically how it would work, is everyone would get rather a fifth, or you would get, like, two of y'all would share the big one, or however they would decide to do it. There was uh, eight, I think, white chocolate, and then we had, like, ten pledges there was like there was like 18 of us total we were like oh, the damn, big, that's huge. yeah we got a lot of white chocolate with my class um but it was like so much drinking like everyone was throwing up by the other night um i had to have someone drive me home i had to get my car the next day i woke up so many times with fucking spotchy skin i mean it was clearly alcohol poisoning right but i never went anywhere for it i just fucking hydrated myself and right figured figure it out yeah um anyway uh, those are the good fraternity memories. Uh, you got anything else to talk about before we get out of here? I got to figure out if I have to go to work tomorrow. I just heard I might not have to because well, of snow day. It was like Bean was, that's who was trying to call. I was like, they're trying to fucking shut down. And <laughs> uh, I was going to talk about, uh, I follow these Cheech and Chong people because they was, they shared a couple funny memes. So I hit like their page. Right, but well, like him and a couple other celebrities that I'm out of hit follow on their one of their pages. What they're doing up in their stories are putting uh, pictures of these hot ass fucking women. Right, and my wife was like, "All I see is asses on our Facebook," and I was like, "I ain't looking them up. I followed for some memes, and they're putting them in the stories. So at the top of your Facebook, that's all you see is fucking titties and ass." Well. Whatever sells, you know, Super Bowl, halftime shows, sort of shit. They didn't even show Harley any titties in this. They didn't get off that. Right. They were just suggestive with their hip movements. And then a fucking our uh, brother Jacob shared, shared the whole uh, fucking nipple slip the other day. Right. I enjoyed that. I watched it a few times. Yeah. I remember when that happened. I was watching the Super Bowl and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. A little bitty CRT TV, so it wasn't near as clear as it Everybody's was Everybody's trying to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know someone got that, put it on YouTube before they took it down. <laughs> right. That's pretty crazy. Um, all right, that's all I got. Uh, if I don't have to go to work tomorrow, it means I get to work on music more, which is fucking dope. Hell yeah. I enjoy Oh, yeah, we're out for some snow days. We got a little snow in Oklahoma. Yeah, we got like four inches, I guess, over in the last 24 hours. It was fucking, hours. what, 80 degrees Monday? Yeah, so that's how it is here. But I'll take it. 
Uh, for me, working for a school, a snow day is straight up a free day for me. Like teachers and students have to make it up, but guess what? I have to work those days anyway. So it. I have to work. Like, uh, fucking snow day at all. I work at want. a safety place, but you know, state of emergency don't consider. I guess. Right. Then that is pretty crazy. I mean, you could always walk to work if you had to. If you absolutely had to, not saying you'd want to. I don't know, or will. Say I own a car, so I have the privilege of driving. Right. Well, I mean, if the roads are like so bad. Well, then I don't need to go to work. Oh, I'm saying if you had to, you know, if they were going to give you a bonus or some shit if you showed up on a crazy blizzard day. Obviously, they'll try to put a point against you, but you never get a bonus. No, oh, there's no uh, good job points. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bummer. All right, then. Peace. Right, peace.
Hater the Mo makes beats.